0: again on the move. Superman punch
1: down goes Strowman. Strowman's down. The no, top rope. On the top rope. Ballard. Oh my god. 1916. From the top. Ballard to the cover. Count. We have a new
2: NXT champion.
0: Yeah.
2: And got it. Got it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back into the Rock and Wrestling Podcast. This is episode five, and boys, happy November. It is November 1st. We have passed October. We are in November. And oh my God, guys, what a fantastic week of wrestling we had, especially on Raw and SmackDown, following oh, yeah. Hell in the Cell. So guys, let's just get right into it. Why, why don't we, right? Yeah, let's do it. So to start to start off Monday Night Raw, Drew McIntyre he comes out and he says he's gonna come back from his loss in Hell in a Cell and that he's gonna retain his WWE title again. And then the Miz and Morrison come out. They say they would have outnumbered him. All that good stuff. The Drew beats them up and he boy guys he should be a quarterback. Did you see the way he tossed that Money in the Bank?
0: Yeah, but dude, that was awesome, dude. dude there, there were <laughs> memes all over Instagram. It was like, oh my god. So, you, have you guys ever heard like the Trace McSorley videos? Yes. yes. Someone did that, but Drew McIntyre. I was like, dude, that's okay, that's, that's funny. Cool. Yeah, put him
2: on yeah, dude, that was the crazy. The He's got a cannon of an arm. I'm just Giant saying. Quarterback. Jai's <laughs> uh, name too. I would not. i won't go that far. It's quarterbacks, baby. Trevor Lawrence out next week versus Notre Dame again. Anyway, okay, moving on. It. AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy. This match was to qualify for the Raw Survivor Series team. All right. So obviously, you know what happened. Elias breaks a guitar over Jeff Hardy's back after the match. After AJ Styles already won, he was getting payback for what Jeff did during the Hell in a Cell. Did you guys expect this to happen?
1: I mean, I wasn't expecting, it, but when it happened, I was like, "Oh, I should have been expecting that to happen." I wasn't. Yeah. It's like, like oh, of, know, course, like, of course,
2: think, of course, he yeah. was going to come. Yeah.
1: It makes sense. It makes sense.
2: I thought it was. I, th- I don't know how far they're going to go with this Jeff Hardy Elias Elias um, feud, but I'm kind of for it now. Actually, I, I. What do you guys? What do you guys think?
0: They're just probably going to just drag it out like they normally do. I mean, I think honestly,
1: is it? It's, it's decent. It's a nice mid card um, rivalry you got going on. I mean, they shouldn't do it for too long, but. You're, getting, you're hitting a sweet spot right now where you can do maybe a couple more weeks at a month at max, and then you got to
2: cut her off. I agree, Spence. I agree with you on that. And then after that, um, so R-Truth was interviewed backstage, and he said he was going to go out and scout the match of the Lucha House Party versus Tazawa and Jugalik. And um, after the match, R-Truth, he had to evade everyone because they all were coming after him for that 24-7 title. Yeah, dude. How many times champion is he of the 24-7 title again? It's in the 70s, right? 40s 47. Uh, 40s whatever still. That's crazy. Wait, Spencer is currently looking up. No, young okay, y- keep on talking about Spencer. Our truth, our truth I think is going to hold that title until he cakes the bucket.
0: Yeah, that's very very true. I thought I thought I we
2: were, I thought we were going to see um truth Come out on the football field down Tampa Bay, <laughs> or Gronk be there and just Gronk be pin- pinning our truth while Tampa's during the game. How cool would that have been? That would have
0: be, been be awesome. That that was the that, or- that was there. the original plan, I believe, for it all to happen at Mania. That's with the whole COVID thing, with not having at Raymond J Stadium, but like. Oh, oh, while we're on, on that topic, Nick, area. tell everybody where WrestleMania
2: 37 is uh, going to be now.
0: So, R- WrestleMania was originally planned to be in Inglewood, Engle- California at Sof- at the new SoFi Stadium. But now WWE wants to try and have Raymond J. State have it at Raymond J. Stadium this time. I know it was in Tampa last year at the Performance Center, but now they're gonna actually going to have it. In Raven J Stadium, they're only allowed like I think twenty percent capacity as yep. of right now. But they, the governor of Florida, said if things do possibly get better, get better, then maybe there will be um, a change in capacity of how many fans are allowed. Just a quick run back to our
1: truth, man. So as of, I couldn't find the most recent news on him. But as of September 28th of this year, he's the 40-time 24-7 champion. <laughs> Within he's the a first beast. Month of being a wrestler, man, of, of having 24-7 title, he won it eight times. <laughs> What's even crazier is he, while having the 40-time 24-7 championship, he's only had five other title runs or five other title victories in WWE history.
2: Really? He's only, he's only a five-time champion? What else, what else has he won? Wow. He's forty five
1: 45. I'm a, I think he got a title run at the WWE. Let me look it up. Actually, I want to know now.
2: I, I know, know Nick knows that, it. but you know, we'll move on right now. Spence, come back to us when you get that information. For sure. So after the Lucha House Party versus Tazawa Garlic match, we had another Firefly Funhouse. Another one on Raw. Boys, I love it. I love yes. Bray Wyatt. I love The Fiend. I love Alexa Bliss. And in this one, it was a tea party. With Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss, uh, Alexa poisons the the rabbit puppet and kills him. Uh, no surprise because that rabbit puppet always dies somehow, some way. Oh yeah! And then Bray Wyatt puts his hands on Alexa's eyes, and her eyes change to red as she says, "Let me in." Oh, dude. Dude, that was creepy. I don't know if you thought that was creepy, but I really thought that was creepy. I thought
1: it was creepy, but. It makes me excited because you're getting closer and closer to Sister Abigail.
2: Oh, yeah, dude. She, I can't wait until she comes out. And then she turns back normal, just normal, and like the snap of a finger. And she says she's going to interview Randy Orton on the moment of bliss. And that would end up being the last segment of the show. And we'll get into that a little later. But, Spence, what did you think of the Bray Wyatt Firehouse, Firefly Funhouse this week?
1: Honestly, I liked it. It was just another way. Like, I think it's just – not only did it set us up for Randy Orton later on in this episode, but it also set us up for what, like I said before, Sister Abigail. Man, I can't wait until we finally get to see Let Me In or whatever, whatever's gonna happen, whatever song they're gonna. Oh have, yeah, and they both come out, and it's just gonna be, it's gonna be amazing.
2: Honestly, explosive. I can't wait. Nick, when do you think uh, Sister Abigail's gonna make her first appearance?
0: I don't know at the rate you think they're waiting for fans i don't know but i like how they're how because WWE's known to rush things so i'm glad they're taking their time on this yes so yes it's the they good are part.
2: they are taking their time
0: yeah and then obviously
2: keith lee was interviewed backstage and he says braun Strowman won with a cheap shot uh last week he says the next fight he's gonna see the real monster but all he was focused was his focus was uh, fighting Elias for his, the spot on Team Raw for Survivor Series, and then one of my favorite parts because you, everyone knows the viewers knows you know, you guys know I love Nia Jackson Shayna Baszler oh, together. Yeah. They had a promo and then they both were like, "No, I'm the team captain. No, I'm the team captain of Raw," and they both made their own lists. And what do you know? Neither of them had each other on the list. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the whole,
0: uh, the whole part of where they said, "Oh, I'm the team captain." No, oh, I'm the team captain. Talk about a tag team, huh? It reminds me of uh, Team Hell No when Daniel Bryan and the Kane. No, I'm the tag team champions. Yeah. No, I'm the tag team champions. So, guess.
2: Yeah, I, I really like them together, and we'll we'll get into. The women's team in a little bit But then Keith Lee had his match Versus Elias to qualify for the Raw team Keith Lee wins that match Um, Jeff Hardy comes out During the match though He distracts Elias And that's how Keith Lee ended up winning Jeff Hardy breaks guitar over the back of Elias After the match Um, Couldn't have guessed that was coming guys Honestly <laughs> yeah. So what? Every week are we just gonna have one of them being hit in the back of a, with a guitar, or both both of them being hit the, nah,
1: with a guitar? I think that they're gonna do that for the rest of the feud. It's just gonna happen. Like Lana, <laughs> yeah, getting put through the table, man.
0: What was it six <laughs> times, five times
2: now? This is the sixth week in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the sixth week in a row. Um, yeah, and there was a promo with the Hurt business. They just threatened someone who tries to use their bathroom. Wasn't a fan of that. <laughs> then Randy Orton was interviewed I thought by it was Charlie. <laughs> Well, I mean, what are they? What are they doing that for? Cause they're the hurt business. <laughs> they just need TV time. They're the hurt business, and I'm you honest. don't fuck with them. Simple as that. I guess so. And then the interview with Randy Orton with Charlie. Um. So he said, he's like, I don't care who comes out during the moment of bliss. He's like, I'm not scared if the fiend comes out, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, all right, this is going to, I was like, hopefully this is setting up something really good for a moment of yeah. bliss. I was like, this, yeah, yeah, this uh, is going to be good. Randy Or not scared at all. That was they, a they lie. Put up,
1: they put up two promos to set up a promo later in the show. That's how so you know it's going to be good.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we had an eight-man elimination tag team match versus The Hurt Business uh, versus Retribution. Um. So before the match, MVP says they made a deal with WWE management that they would get rid of retribution, and they want to get paid in gold afterwards. And the Hurt Business will have more championships. Like Spence said last week, he wants to see the Hurt Business have the yes. WWE Championship. What else, Spence? Dude,
1: honestly, the I would say, United
2: States, whatever.
1: Yeah, I would say WWE Championship, team. United States, and tag team.
0: There is actually... They just made... I just looked up before. Next week, it, I believe... I don't know if it there was rumbles about it but next week it will be uh cedric alexander and shelton benjamin versus the street profits for the raw tag team championships
1: i do have some news about that later or no side. sorry not
0: street profits i mean the new day oh, my bad well, i guess
1: i have some unfortunate news the street profits for when our friend el toro azul comes on oh
2: okay. we're, we're having neighbor. El toro azul back my on neighbor. the show yeah. my, my buddy i <laughs> yeah. love el toro azul all right guys yes. let's get back into raw yes um so, let's get back into the her Business for Retribution match. Uh, Ali hits uh, Cedric Alexander with a steel chair, which caused Retribution to lose the match by disqualification.
0: Can we all just talk about how the fact how Mia Yim basically faked a seizure?
2: <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Was
0: weird. Can we all just talk? Like, what but the, thing the is, hell? For those
1: who don't watch wrestling, we kind of knew it was fake, but just when it happened because... The, the the ref he when he noticed something's real he had to put the X up. yeah like DX, like, like that's when, when that's when it's real they have to call the actual ambulance like driver.
0: I'm gonna be honest for the first few minutes like I could like you could think it was real because if you mm-hmm. look she was wearing something on her neck so I thought she was spazzing out how it was really tight and she couldn't breathe so I'm like saying okay this is possibly like real but like she just kept dragging it on. So we're all like, okay, yeah, it's No, I thought, I,
2: dude, I was like, oh my god, is she having like a real fucking seizure right now? I was like, hello
0: So <laughs> are yeah, trying to make up for good TV at this point, I guess. I don't know. Uh,
2: I don't think that was uh, any really good TV. Yeah,
0: I want to say it's uh, good TV. <laughs> hey, that was it was funny because like in the end she just screams ah and there's like faints. So I'm like, I don't know if anything it pushes
1: the whole retribution like crazy side of things. Yeah, it shows that they're, they're, they don't care what they're.
0: They're doing. just they're they at this care. point. Like I don't like how, like I like how it's hurt business versus retribution. Uh-huh. But the retribution needs to get a few wins over hurt business to make them a legitimate faction. They do. They're, not they're sure. they I feel like they're burying
2: yeah. them. Yeah, they are. Because they're just getting like, losses now.
0: I like the whole retribution thing to start off. with. Well, maybe um, it shouldn't be
1: retribution versus hurt business anymore. Maybe they should stop that because move on. Both of those should like both factions should be brought up. They, yep. should, they should be pushed. They shouldn't be one goes down, the other one goes up. Because they both have potential. I would say her business has more potential, but they both have potential. Retribution is like, mm-hmm. you know, mini nexus thing going on. And we went from, they had like, what, eight or nine people. All of a sudden, it's a five-man tag.
0: Yeah, like, like a lot man, of, a lot of people want, because I heard a lot of people want them to bring back like their – you know how, like, they have all those other people that are just, yeah. like, like... There was, like, uh, ten of them at one time. At the yeah, time. they were, like, in mm-hmm. Ski Mask. People yeah. want them to, like, bring back, like, those guys mm-hmm. that, like, mm-hmm. do attacks on other wrestlers.
1: That's, like... That's how you go further it. For the career, yeah.
0: And that's it, it, and that. It's also hard to have two big factions on one, mm-hmm. one show yeah, like, because it's hard to push one into that's the other true. so that's why i wouldn't be surprised maybe by like the end of november maybe early december maybe they could possibly get traded back down i would not be surprised something like that happens
1: i would kind of like that though yeah but no, you have I think that would be better dominating over be the one best. brand yeah maybe her business can't like actually end like retribution as a whole stable yeah but they get them traded i would like that that would be a good need do something, just, it's yeah it, it'll get boring if you keep doing the same yep. matches
2: yeah, and then, um, so obviously, we found out during Monday Night Raw that Drew McIntyre and The Miz would have a match because of what happened uh, in the first promo when Drew McIntyre came out and then The Miz and Morrison came out and that whole thing happening through the briefcase. Obviously, uh, so then Drew McIntyre wins the match. Um, Yeah, I didn't think they were going to have Drew McIntyre lose a match. I don't think he's going to lose a match for the foreseeable future because I think yeah, they're going to push... Him and Randy again, and maybe yes. even him, Randy the Fiend, a triple threat match for the championship soon. Um, sign me up edge. for that.
1: Don't count on edge. You might get a fetal four-way. Yep, you might because
0: edge,
2: be edge could come back. His oh, injury geez. is four to six weeks, uh, four to six months. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, and it's been four and a half months. Exactly. But by the way, I want to put in. Come back. I want to put in
0: a happy belated birthday to the Rated R Superstar yeah. Edge. That's Friday, yeah, right? Yeah, was his yeah. Birthday the other day, forty seventh. Yeah. yeah, happy f- belated forty seventh birthday.
2: I love you, man. Hope to see you but soon. How would that be if you was
0: listening to this? That would
2: be yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. That probably never <laughs> happened, though. Hey, hey, guys. Uh, my um, my favorite promo though of Monday Night Raw had have been with Kofi and uh, Xavier Woods. Cut a promo dressed up as the Street Prophets, um, in the Hurt Business and in and the Hurt Business and Oscar Joint, guys. Yeah, dude, that was awesome. Seeing seeing Oscar go new day rocks.
0: Yeah, yeah. Then, yes. uh, and then <laughs> you have your weekly dose of of uh oscar just blabbing in japanese <laughs> your weekly dose of that i love that it. It was fun <laughs> big
2: big it. throwback to when nick said that oscar speaks very good english nick remember when you said uh, that to me
1: oh yeah i remember that and then i looked it up and she speaks every other language besides english yeah <laughs> she, she don't so speak english don't, nick. Yeah, she,
0: <laughs> the reason why i thought the reason why i thought that is because when she first came to nxt she she speaks Sorry, she spoke in Nick, good. She can't speak English either. <laughs> She's <a wolf. laughs> she spoken good utterances in English, so that really got to me when she first started off on NXT. Oh my God, no special. All right, right. I'll give you Asuka's that, Nick.
1: Right. All right. Asuka's lack of English language skills reportedly costing her a push. That was back like two years ago. That obviously <laughs> doesn't apply now. Okay,
2: let's keep going. All right, Nick. Hush your roll, Mister. So then, after that, they they announced the woman the woman's team for Raw for Survivor Series. Uh, You had, obviously, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler. They were the first two. And then it was Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. And then they announced it's going to be um, a four-person match for the last spot. It was Lana versus Peyton Royce versus Nikki Cross versus Lacey Evans. And Lana ends up winning. And then is like, come here. Come here, Lana. Let me give you a hug. <laughs> and for the sixth week in a row, she slams her through Bro. the fucking table. <laughs> oh my god, guys. My, I thought you were theory- actually going to have a moment of love right there. And then uh, yes, Nia Jax goes, nope. Nope. We, we gotta keep...
0: Have it you up. guys ever noticed, ever since Lana's <laughs> husband, Miro, appeared on AEW, that's when she's been starting to go through yeah. the tables. Yep. So I'm thinking, like, what happens if Miro wasn't, is not on an episode of Dynamite? Would she not go through a table on that day? Or are they just trying mm-hmm. to like fuck with people at that
2: point? <laughs> yeah, nervous. dude, that is funny. So then, but I'm gonna uh, be
0: honest. Yep, I don't like how they rushed all the members of the women's team like that. Like, I would have been fine with just two names mentioned, but not all of them in one night because it re- like what Starvicious is what three four weeks. Yeah, November 20 November yeah, so you're. 22nd? so you're – I don't like how they're just naming all of them right now. It should take so, a while. I think that goes for the men's and the women's. I think it should just be for the first two weeks. Yeah.
1: This week and last week, should just have been – all right, let's find out who's a captain. Let's do a tournament for the captain. Then the captain slowly has to pick who's going to get in. Then people get knocked out. <laughs> they're not, like, solidified on the team. That would have been awesome because I don't want to know who's in it before the match starts. Yeah. I want some mystery members.
2: Yeah, I agree. I I like that thought, Spence. Maybe you should work for WWE and try to fix that shit that's of us going should on. Be
1: the writers, I think, be yeah. a little better.
2: <laughs> if They're I was the writer, Brock Lesnar would be WWE champion for for ten years. Guys. And that's
0: why I would never hire you as a writer. Well,
2: John Cena wouldn't have a chance in
1: acting if I was there too. Yeah, yeah, I'd be like John.
0: Fuck off for not, not leaving. You're not acting I will well. like. I'm not kidding. I will like. <laughs> I will. You will hand, never see you. I will handcuff you to your bus. And you will travel right. with us every day.
1: Let's not get incriminated here. Let's move on to the next point, sure.
2: All right, guys. So then we had Ali. He cut a promo um, right before the last match of the night um, with Retribution, saying that Retribution is not a family, but they are a mission. So, what's their mission, guys?
1: Not destroy anything and everything.
2: That's think, what I'm thinking. Yeah,
1: but they're not doing the a
2: good—they're not doing a good job of that yet.
1: They're doing a terrible job. But, um, <laughs> it's like. They do promos like that, and it's like, oh wow, they're gonna give them a push. Then they get squashed, and it's like, oh, yep. they're not getting a push. But they go, oh, they're gonna get a push. Oh, they're not. <clears throat> it's like, they don't know what they're doing with them. They don't know how to handle them.
2: They don't. I I agree with you totally, know. Nick. What do you think?
0: I I don't know what their writers are thinking right now because their head. I think we were talking about this last week. One of their head writers, the guy that's like the guy that does, uh, yeah, he's like the yes no guy for all the ideas. Oh, yeah. Bruce Richard, he has he has a good mind, but they really shouldn't have, like, mistreated Eric Bischoff because Eric Bischoff knows how to make a good story. And I understand the whole point of making Paul Heyman more on-screen time, mm-hmm. but he was an also, like, I bet you 10 to 1, Paul Heyman would do something really good with Retribution. Something yeah. like that. Well, so, he's busy. Like, <laughs> I, I know, like, I know... For a fact, Eric Bischoff could do some good with Retribution because if you remember back in the 90s, he was a part of the NWO. And even though the NWO is the reason for WCW's demise, he knew how to use them in a group faction way. And I bet you 10 to 1, if he was one of the writers, he would know how to use Retribution correctly.
2: All right, yeah. All right, uh, that's, that's some good points, Nick. But so the last match of the night was Matt Riddle versus Sheamus. For again to qualify for the Raw Survivors team, and Sheamus won that match, guys. Uh, I wasn't a fan of uh, Sheamus win that match personally. I want to see Matt Riddle do some exciting things. What What do you guys think?
0: That was a banger of a match, in my opinion. (laughs) I liked it. They just kept. It's two of the most hard hitting guys on the roster, just going at it. Oh, it was a great match. I was a really good match for the last match of Raw.
2: Yeah, I was just disappointed that Matt Riddle didn't get the W. Yeah,
1: I I wasn't expecting Sheamus to go on the team. I, I Me don't know I like that. I was, He's I not was, outspoken at all, honestly. He's just kind of there. He's like, yeah, I'll fight you.
0: I, I'm i going to be honest. I was expecting Sheamus to win is because Survivor Series is you want your best, not just your best guys, your most experienced guys in the Survivor Series. And Sheamus has the experience, too. But I, I like it. Like Sheamus, he's one of the workhorses of WWE, and he should be getting his his due, and he is. I like it. Oh, I've always been a fan of Sheamus. Can we get rid right, of guys. stupid song?
2: The last segment of Monday Night Raw: A Moment of Bliss, which they were setting up perfectly for this. So Randy asks Alexa first. She's like, "Do you want to sit down?" He goes, "No, I'll stand." What a beast, that's all I'm saying. WWE Champion Mm -hmm. is an animal. Oh, wow, I'm
0: going to stand.
2: So he asks, Randy says, where's the Fiend? And then, Drew McIntyre comes out. But that wasn't all. The lights go out. Lights turn on. McIntyre's in the ring. Randy is on the ramp. And the Fiend is standing right behind Randy Orton. But Randy walks towards the ring and fights Drew. And that's how Monday Night Raw ended. What are your thoughts on a moment of bliss and how The Fiend got out there? I think they're setting up, like we talked about earlier, it could be possibly a triple threat or a fatal four-way match if Edge returns, but I think they're going to set up, well, if Edge isn't back yet, I think they're going to set up The Fiend, McIntyre, Versus Orton, what do you guys think? I
1: like it, man. Honestly, I think it was a good way to end it. And it, it wasn't one of those like garbage cutoffs we talked about the week before Hell in a Cell was like, oh, they needed more airtime. Like, I think it was good enough. Nice like, sweet sweet spot.
0: Yeah, but the one thing I didn't like, they didn't talk enough. I wanted to see more talking. Sometimes actions are
1: louder than words, though.
0: I understand. Like, but the like, theme like
1: behind someone, you don't have to say, like, oh, I'm scared. You just fight someone. I understand,
0: Go. but like, Randy didn't get that much time on Raw to talk about him winning, if you guys haven't realized. Well, he didn't yeah, get that much time to talk. Like, to, what does he need to say? He got to
1: say, I'm the yeah. best. And then Drew McIntyre comes down and fights him. That's what would happen. Yeah, but... That's too traditional. Honestly, I like how they change it up. I don't like the traditional, oh, I get to come out and boast about how good I am and then get my ass kicked by the... I person. liked it. Okay. You know, it's different. All right, Nick. Change it up a little bit, right? Nick, take it over with AEW. Well, right before he started, you want to know our truth: the championship.
2: Oh sure. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so he was in the running. He he got knocked out twice to go for a match for the WWE championship. Lost to John Cena once. Lost to someone else. I forgot who it a was.
0: But he, he actually John's he
1: was more established as a wrestler with NWA and TNA. He yep. won the World Heavyweight okay. Championship multiple times. But as far as WWE, the only time he's held like a prestigious championship besides twenty four seven is the U.S. Championship
0: and Tag Team Championship. Wonderful time there.
1: Few
0: times are called Kingston. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, right, now, now to that. Let's go to AEW with my with some. first match of the night was Wardlow versus Hangman Adam Page. I'm gonna be honest, that was a it, w- it was better than I thought it was gonna be. It was a really good match. But before the match, Dasha Fuentes, uh, I think that was her name is I think I know she's used to be a part of the WWE. But besides the point. Interviewed Wardlow, asked Wardlow, what are you gonna do if you win the title? What like what what are you gonna do? And this is one part I don't like is they don't give they don't let Wardlow talk. I want to see how he is on, on the mic. But before Wardlow speaks, MJF interrupts him. MJF basically says, His property is my property. And if he wins it, if he wins the title He's giving it to me because he's. Because. The the whole storyline behind Wardlow is. um, Wardlow is MJF's bodyguard. (laughs) He's a contract with MJF, not AEW, but he's actually a contract with AEW, but that's the whole storyline of it. But after that, Sammy Guevara confronts MJF and says he will make sure he never joins the inner circle. And then. Wardlow and MJF went out and then Wardlow had his banger of a match against hangman Adam Page So Adam Page won that match. So he's he is facing the winner at full gear of the winner of the Kenny Omega versus Penta El Zero Mierdo But the second match you had Eddie Kingston versus Matt Seidel Eddie Kingston goes on when count comes out he talks about oh, I didn't, I didn't um, lose the Casino Battle Royal, and then he talks about how um, how uh, Matt Seidel was the Joker of the Casino Battle Royal, and how he stole his thunder and all that. And he also said he said to he said in an interview to Moxley and said he's. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to make you quit, Mox. Eddie Kingston, in my opinion, is one of the best guys in wrestling on the mic. He's just – if you ever watched um, uh, Being the Elite, there's parts of the Elite, parts of the episode on YouTube where Matt Jackson will give him an object and be like, cut a promo on this. That's how good of a guy he's on the mic. And then after that, you had Excalibur interviews, the Young Bucks, and FTR. So, the Young Bucks talk about Matt Jackson's inj- injury caused by FTR. When after their match last week, FTR came out and attacked the Young Bucks and hit uh, Matt Jackson with a steel chair in his leg. Like, FTR was getting all annoyed and everything because Excalibur kept asking the Bucks the questions. So the FTR was like, "Fuck this, we're leaving." <laughs> Basically, that's what – they didn't say that, but basically that's what it was. The hard math. Yes. And then the Young Bucks make the stipulations of the match. If they lose, they will never challenge for the AEW tag titles. Well, that's an interesting stipulation is because I could see the Bucks winning, but I could also see the Bucks losing and slowly going into their managerial role behind the scenes. I don't think so. Aew. I kind of hope that happens. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yes, in a way too, but it's also gonna be very ups- like sad just because it doesn't I've, mean they're not gonna come out for pay per view. Yeah, because I count them off. Yeah, because I've always been a young. I've off. always been a fan of the young bucks. And then the inner circle has its town hall meeting about <clears throat> MJF possibly joining the inner circle. Luchasaurus asked the inner circle, "What would the profit of?" How would the inner circle profit from MJF joining? And MJF basically put a chart, said we're skyrocket when MJF joins, profit margin will skyrocket. And then fans booed. He's like, the MJF is like, oh, I had professionals do this. It's math. Math does not lie. And all that crap. And then Britt Baker asks MJF, says you have a terrible track record of friends, and you stab people in the back. And then, Chris Jericho said, if he ever tried to turn on the inner circle, they knock his teeth down his throat. That's when it got really, like, chaotic. Not chaotic, but, like, tensions were flying. MJL, MJF, being the little bitch he is, says, oh, no, no, I, I don't want any trouble, all that crap. And then... That all that happened. And then MJF promises if he joined the inner circles inner circles. Inner circle, they would they would get money and championships. I'm gonna be interested to see what's happened with that. And then after that, after all the questions, Ortiz says to Says to MJF MJF Wardlow versus me and Sammy. That's what Ortiz said, and the match has been official now, Tony Khan said in the later in the night that that match is, will be official for next week. But, and then after all that was said, Chris Jericho said to to MJF, if I will it will be MJF versus Chris Jericho at full gear. If MJF beats Jericho, he will join the inner circle. That's going to be another interesting thing.
1: That definitely should be.
0: Yes. Then you had the lumberjack match, Cody versus Orange Cassidy. Dude, great match. We all know how last week's match ended. I'm kind of glad they ended it that way last week because this set up for a very good match. It was it was a good match. It was a good, hard hitting match. And then later in the match, Cody and Orange got into a scruffle. On the outside of the ring, Dark Order jumped in, and then all the other members of like the Rhodes family, best friends, all the other friends of them, attacked Dark Order, and then a big melee started. Then, before you know it, all you see is Cody and uh, Orange Cassidy on top of the uh, the uh, turnbuckle, and he suplexes into the pile of wrestlers, which was insane. And then Cody gets back in the ring, but after all that hell broke loose. Orange Cassidy was went back in the ring too, and you see him hanging on the ropes, and all you see is Art Anderson hit a cheap shot on on him, and after that, Cody hit him with, uh, hit him with um the Natural Disaster or whatever his finisher is called, and pinned him one two three. But crossroads. After the match, yeah, Crossroads. Thank you. Welcome. And
2: after wait, wait, match, time out, time out, time out. Does this mean I know more wrestling than you? No. Yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> All right. Continue. So
0: after the match, all you see is Darby Allen up in the rafters. Giz- that, I'm gonna be honest, gave me a sting sting vibes of where he was in the rafter just like being all like alone and by himself. And it but now it will be it will be Cody versus Darby Allen for the t- for the TNT title at full gear. And then you had Miro and Kip Sabian attack best friends, all that stuff. But the big shocker, the biggest shocker, I'm gonna be—I was very shocked to see this. Hmm. I know uh, a few days before Dynamite, Serena D beat Thunder Rosa for the NWA Women's World Title, and then she defended it on Dynamite. She beat Layla Hirsch. It was—it it wasn't. Really, a squash? I thought it was a, a decent match. It wasn't a great match. I've seen better women's matches, but after the match, Serena D basically talked about how she beat Thunder Rosa and how she's holding the legacy of other women. And she basically says, "This will make you respect me." And then it was short. And then after that, it was wait, Sean wait, before Nick,
2: before you move on, can we just take a moment to like laugh at the size of that belt?
1: Yeah, holy shit.
2: The NWA Women's Whatever Championship belt, dude. That belt is like a, for a baby. It's tiny. It looks stupid. Well, oh, come on, make it a nice belt.
0: The only reason why it's not big is because NWA. It's not a big company, and you. And if you if you look at the AEW Women's Championship, it's pretty small too. No,
1: this is. I just looked up another picture just to see for myself. This is like really small. Like I'm about to palm out in my hand.
0: That's right, Spence. I <laughs> you need to make money
1: in the budget to make an actual title. No one's gonna watch your stuff if you don't have a good title. I'm sorry. Well,
0: NWA. Well, people like to watch it, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. But besides that, compared to other companies,
1: if you had a choice right now, Nick, what are you choosing? Out of the three that we talk about, two we talk about NWA. Who
0: are you choosing? I'm watching right now. I I'll bounce it off between AEW women's wrestling. No, 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 no. If you had to pick
1: WWE, AEW. Any of those or NWA? What do you
0: Women's pick? wrestling-wise. It doesn't matter. About. Anything, dude. You're gonna I'm pick, going to pick AW or
1: WWE. You're not going to pick AW because they... No, Nick. Nick <clears throat> it's not AW versus WWE. I'm talking about all the stuff we talk about in our episodes versus NWA. I'm um, not picking NWA.
0: Yeah, but... That's what I'm saying. Whatever. So They
1: need to put money in those titles so I can start watching it.
0: Yeah. Acts. So, some little mini title.
1: <laughs> yeah, like what? They saw those on WWE shop for like 50 bucks. <laughs> and then after that, <laughs> you yes. Come on, bro. I saw that sale.
0: You have- <laughs> You a know, squash match, Sean Spears qu- squashed VSK it was like, a 10-second match, but after uh, Sean Spears went outside the ring and just attacked a random person with a bull mask on, and then uh, Spears went to turn around to put in a metal clip into his uh, glove that he's been using to knock people out with. Guy takes the bull mask off. You know who it is? None other than Scorpio Sky, one of the members of SCU, and attacked Attack Spears, and I. You, I'm gonna be honest. I think I figured that one because they've been having a rivalry for a while. Not a while. <clears throat> but then after all that, Sheeta challenges Nyla Rose at Full Gear for the AEW Women's Title. That Nia
2: Jax of AEW.
0: My God. Yes, sir. That has been confirmed. <laughs> but after that, they they told all of the matches that will be happening at Full Gear. <laughs> John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston for the AEW Championship in an I Quit match. FTR defends their titles against the Young Bucks. Sheeta defends her title against Nyla Rose. Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara in the Elite Deletion match, which I think it's going to be pretty cool because of the name, and not just that, it's Matt Hardy. Most likely it's going to be at the Hardy compound. And it will be Cody Rhodes defends his TNT title against Darby Allin. Chris Jericho versus MJF. And if MJF wins, he joins the inner circle. And then in the buy-in, it's Orange Cassidy versus John Silver, a member of the Dark Order. But in our main event, it was Kenny Omega versus Penta El Zero Merdo. That was a banger match. That was the best match in the card, in my opinion. It was Great, great match. It, just a, yeah. it, I think their match at all-in was better. But this match was also very good. You had just them just beating the crap out of each other the entire match.
2: It was back and forth, too. It was yes. great.
0: And I like to see how Kenny Omega has that mean streak back. He, They're bringing back the cleaner. I love it. As you know me, I'm a big Bullet Club fan because I'm Bullet Club for life. And they're bringing back the cleaner persona. And I think they're gonna they're not gonna form a pool they're they're gonna make some type of group and I can't wait to see what's gonna happen. But nonetheless, Omega wins. So you know what that means? Two former tag team partners <clears throat> facing each other at full gear in the finals of the AEW Eliminator tournament. Can oh, you know who's gonna win that? Big man exactly. Adam yeah, Page.
1: Exactly.
0: Come on. Yeah. I under I know you think I I I know everyone thinks Omega's was going to win, but I would not be surprised if AEW swerved people with Hangman. I would not be surprised.
2: No, dude, they signed Kenny Omega because he was the top guy, one of the top guys free agents. Do you
0: know who Hangman M- is?
2: He's coming K- after the K- w- K- the, K- w- John the AEW Cena championship. J- J- so
1: who's winning that match? Let me know. Oh my God. Oh. Exactly. Kenny Omega. That's- Kenny Omega is John Cena. He's, he's not, not losing.
0: losing. That, that's-, <laughs> whoa, 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 that's completely different mean. from Hangman versus like, Omega. What I'm trying to
1: say is we know who's going to win the match.
0: You go. Yep. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So, so you're comparing Hangman Adam Page Nick, to Nick, Jay Uso? I think it was
1: my guy. It was a simile, metaphor.
0: It's I, not. Well, that was the stupidest metaphor I think anyone could do. Because you can't. Wow, get, Nick's coming out
2: firing.
0: Hangman Adam Page, in my opinion, is one of the <clears throat> best wrestlers in AEW and one of the best wrestlers in the world.
2: All right, that's false. Flat
0: out.
1: In the world?
0: Yes, he's <clears> up there. The I put him up my there. Guy.
1: Wow.
2: All right, God, so you're you're gonna you know what, We're we, can, gonna be- we can make this a uh, part of an, our soon-to-be debate episode yeah. where me and Nick are going right. to battle Brock Lesnar, how We're fantastic tra- he is. You're going to be is. the
1: moderator, man, because I'm going to bring the facts for mine. Nick's That's fine.
2: Done. I, I, I gonna gladly will.
1: He's going to handicap, bro.
2: 2v1. Bro. All right, guys. So, A, Nick wrapped up AEW. What a great show. You know what time it is now. Nicky's knowledge. Let's
0: see. Let's
2: see. Nick, wait. I think, Nick, you haven't gone 5-for-5 yet, right?
0: No, I did last week.
2: You did go 5-for-5 last week. Okay. All right, let's see if you can do it again. Spence, take it away.
1: Question number one. Which former member of the Shield is the only one to have held the Intercontinental Championship? A, Dean Ambrose, B, Seth Rollins, or C, Roman Reigns? Wait, not to hold it? The only one to have held Intercontinental Championship. So, which member of the Shield is the only one that's ever had IC title, basically?
0: That's – that question's all wrong. Roman has won it before. I know for a fact he's been IC champion before. Seth beat uh, Balor and – Miz at WrestleMania, the second one at uh, Mercedes Benz, and Ambrose has been Intercontinental Champion. They've all been Intercontinental Champion before.
1: Jeremy says no.
2: (laughs) You know what, Nick? That was a trick question.
1: Service says, "No, my guy, Dean Ambrose is the answer." And on to number two. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa!
0: 10, wait, wait, wait. wait, no, Goldberg no, stop, stop, no, know, know, no, 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 right. no! no. Yes, I know, I want to get back. Um, no, Nick. I need to get back Nick. to that question. No, they have all held the Intercontinental
2: Title. Nick. I am not wrong, Nick. I'm fact checking you right now. Okay, Nick is Thank correct. You. All right, so a little Thank backstory, you. guys. Yeah. I just, I just looked up these questions on. I got Nick. Like, you know where I got these questions from? fucking com. Maybe they should update their fucking shit. Yeah, for real. What year was this question dropped? I don't know. But you know what, Nick? We'll give you that. You're one for one. That's my bad. But, Nick, you're one for one.
0: I'm sorry. Well, when someone gets me tells me I'm wrong on a question like that, we I didn't tell weird. you you wrong.
2: Whatever. We just said number two.
1: Number two at WrestleMania 10. Goldberg defeated Brock Lesnar with which superstar as the
0: special guest referee? Stone Cold Steve Austin I think he stunned them both after the match. Got that right. Yep. Perfect. All right, Nick. You're two for two. Two for two. Let's see if you can go three for three.
2: Which superstar said this? I am not the biggest. I am not the toughest. But I am damn sure the toughest. The strongest. Who said that? A. Daniel Bryan. B. Rey Mysterio. C. Edge. Wait, repeat bum, bum, the
0: question.
2: I am not the biggest, I am not the toughest, but i damn sure the strongest.
0: Daniel Bryan. Ding, ding, ding. I was thinking between uh, Mysterio, too, because it said small assault. I'm thinking between uh, Mysterio and Bryan, but got it right.
2: Nice, Nick. All right, you're three for three, four for four. See, Spence, this is the question I think Nick is going to get wrong. There we go. Not sure about you. you ready, Nick? the longest women's championship reign lasted ten thousand one hundred and seventy days and belongs to which wwe hall of famer fabulous hey. moolah wow i didn't even have to give you any choices time out if i'm being honest i haven't even heard of fabulous moolah until i was looking up questions for nikki yeah, because she was way
0: before our time
2: yeah she must have been like she was with, yeah what was she with wwf
0: yeah. The, Even before the, that? Maybe? All, di- all different promotions. All
2: right, Nick. Four for Characters. four. Let's see, if you can, let's see if you can go five for five for the second week in a row. True or false, Tyler Breeze is a former NXT champion.
0: False. He's not a former NXT champion.
2: All right, everybody clap it up for Nicholas. Mm-hmm. All right, Nick, five for five. I'm very impressed. Yeah, we, we kind of tricked you on that first question.
0: Yeah. It may have been Sorry, intentional, buddy.
2: may have not been intentional. All right, Nick, back to you
0: now with NXT. NXT. NXT Halloween Havoc. I was really glad they brought back Halloween Havoc. You haven't seen that in a while. Last time you saw it, I don't know what year, but we all know it was with WCW. First match was Damian Priest versus John. Johnny Gargano. So, before the match started, Shotzi Blackheart spun the wheel and it landed on Devil's Playground Match with, well, we all basically know that's a notice of qualifications match. And it was had false count anywhere. So, it was a really good match. But Gargano prevailed and became the first ever two-time NXT North American Champion. But, towards the end of the match, a masked figure came out and assisted Gargano to win the title and hit Priest in the back with a lead pipe. Well, you're going to see that mysterious creature, person, creature, whatever, and later on into the show. After that, you had uh, the returning... Pat McAfee, how how he aligns himself with Danny Burch and Oney Larkin. Oh God, Pat! I Mc-
2: love the Pat McAfee show, baby. Pat McAfee is on NXT. yeah,
0: you got a big mouth. I don't want to be a regular wrestler, but every now and again, oh, like he's that. he's or uh, what I've heard, he's already getting himself into shit backstage. Are you
2: are you kidding me? You don't want him to be a regular wrestler, dude? He'd be fantastic the for the leash. company.
0: All I know, all I know, is he's definitely on a short leash, is because. His mouth gets him to a lot of trouble. And he does not have a filter. Which he has to watch. Because when you have Triple H as your boss, he ain't going to take your shit. Yep. But besides the point, McAfee talks about how his greatest moment, or the greatest moment in NXT history was his match against Adam Cole at NXT TakeOver 30. I'll admit that was a great match, but not the greatest moment in NXT. I've seen a lot of better. That definitely has to be in the top 15, top 10. But definitely not the greatest. Then McAfee says his debut was the greatest debut in history. Uh, I'll put it up there. And then Matt and then basically Pat McAfee's talking shit about the Undisputed Era. Kyle mm-hmm. O'Reilly couldn't take it anymore. He came out and he con- confronted Lorcan, Birch, and McAfee. Before you know it returning Pete Dunn came out Pete Dunn haven't seen him in a while he's been on uh, NXT uh, UK and no one expected him to come back and he brought out two steel chairs he gave one to O'Reilly and organkin birch McAfee ran away like two little like like little babies little little puppies and then before you know it, Pete Dunne turns heel. I can't say heel because he practically is one already. He has been. And he hit O'Reilly in the back in the back with the steel chair. And then they all ganged up on O'Reilly and just basically beat the shit out of them. Curious to see what's going to happen next week on NXT because that was that really got to me. Like that was surprising. Going to be honest. And after that, you had Jake Atlas versus Santos Escobar of Legado del Fantasma. It was a squash match, practically. I didn't think it was oh, so great. But Escobar got the win. And then after the match, they had a little uh, segment with Ember Moon talks about Dakota Kai. How when Ember Moon first came to NXT, Dakota Kai was scared. She was scared of her own shadow. She was like one of those frightened wrestlers. But she basically talks about how she's going to kick her ass next week at during take NXT. Can't wait to see that match. After, ma- after that match, after that, we, me, and Spencer can both agree on the stupidest match of the night: Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis in a haunted house match. Loomis got the win. But supposedly this match helped them in the ratings. I have no idea how because this match was god-awful. There was two parts. One was in the haunted house where freaking Grimes was walking in the zombies, whatever the hell they were. Holy shit, it was just stupid. And the match ended at in the ring, and uh, Loomis got the dub. I thought I... No idea what what to expect from that match. I'm gonna be honest. Before the match started, I had no high hopes for it, and look what happened. And I did it. It sucked. It was a (laughs) train. Then you had two of the probably the biggest women in NXT, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez. I like that match. I'm a big Ripley fan. I
2: always I love Rhea Ripley. Yeah, me too. I would say so. When did she cut her hair, by the way?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It was better a little longer. She's shorter. she's
0: always had. I'll after this, I'll get to the reason why she cut her hair. Okay. Rhea Ripley had a banger match with Raquel Gonzalez. It was it was a really good match, but Ripley came out with the dub. Reason why she always cuts her hair. When she first debuted in NXT, she debuted in the May Young, the first May Young Classic. Everyone called her a Charlotte Flair lookalike, so she didn't want to be known as a Charlotte Flair look alike. So she literally changed her whole attitude more to a punk rock. She always liked punk rock before that, but more to wearing dark colors like black and leather. She cut her hair more of a brass, a brash, like wrestler. Like, mm-hmm, I, yeah. don't do shit. I like that. And she's Riffles a badass. She yeah. will, always will be one of my favorites. And then in the main event, you had Io Shirai defending her NXT women's title. Against Candice LeRae, Blackheart. has was also another match that where Blackheart spun the wheel. the The match was tables, ladders, and scares. Yes. It was, but we all know oh, it was God. tables, ladders, and chairs. Too corny for me, to be honest. Exactly, that's what I said. The whole wheel.
1: I feel like we're looking at it closer when we're watching the match. These Nick and I, man. All the names looked so similar that they all could have been like oh well no DQ or oh TLC. Yeah. They're all the same.
0: But like I wanted it to be the wasn't there like one where it was like she gets to actually pick the stipulation like the Blackheart like special yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see the land on that because I wanted it to be it yeah. very be very interesting of what she mm-hmm. would have done. But it was it was nonetheless, I thought it was a very good match. Yeah. But towards the end of the match they're both Larray and Shirai are laying down on the mat, and a match figure comes out, basically carries Candice Larray to the top, and she's basically, like, on top of the ladder, just chilling there, not even realized. she puts her head up. Oh, shit, I'm up here. I'm going to grab it. Shirai came out, came back up, and knocked her off the ladder, and she went through the ladder bridge that was outside of the ring. Which, when they set that up, I knew something was gonna Just happen. Just a
1: for some people who don't know the Masked Person is the same mass Person from before, so they helped out the Gargano family in both matches.
0: Yes, I so in the first during the Gargano match, Spencer thought it was maybe Candice LeRae, and people yeah. may think it was Gargano, but I'm gonna be honest, it was a little too big. Th- that mask figure was too big to be LeRae. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm very curious to see what it's going to be. But nonetheless, Io Shirai, the Queen of the Sky, retained her title. I thought it was a great match.
1: The Greetings, Wars. Yes. AEW Dynamite, man. Dude, it was crazy. It was real close. All right, some sort of argue, not close enough. AEW Dynamite has 781,000 viewers up from last week's 753. I mean, would you say that's good do you think that they deserved it that, yes you say
0: so yeah i thought it was a great show but i have no idea how the hell nxt got eight hundred and seventy-six thousand viewers it's because <laughs> they had ha- halloween, halloween Havoc.
1: from my point of view if i had to give it a great halloween havoc i say b minus it was good in parts that other parts was really lacking it was more of like a regular show to me yeah
0: of a but like i said NXT had eight hundred and seventy six thousand viewers. Yeah, dude. Which is up from way up from last week's oh, yeah. six hundred and forty four thousand viewers. Yeah. But Weird. NXT won this week's Ratings War and broke AEW's streak of Ratings War wins. That'll do
1: it, man. That'll do it.
0: Watch it. AEW's gonna come out with <coughs> watching AEW watching that. they are gonna come out with some next week and they're gonna when they're gonna start the streak all over again next week. Just like I said, AEW between AEW and NXT, I personally believe AEW is a dominant more brand. But I like I wanna personally I like doing the ratings war. I think it's cool and everything. But can we all just like just sit and relax and enjoy wrestling? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I exactly. Yeah. But that was all for that was all for the Wednesday Night Wars. Now to Spencer yeah, for man, SmackDown. Friday, last
1: show of the week. Roman and Jay Uso, what did you expect? They're going to be starting off a SmackDown after Hell in a Cell, that crazy match, right? So basically, Jay's complaining about their match. is like, oh, man, you shouldn't have won. There's no way. You didn't deserve it. And Roman's like, well, you know what? There's things I have to do to uphold being the head of the Simone family, the table, to have this title. And he's like, listen, man, you're going to fall in line by the end of the episode. And we'll see if we we'll see if that comes true, right? Mm-hmm. So the first match tonight, Kevin Owens, Dolph Ziggler. But the first, or not first? Well, I guess first qualifying match of the night for a spot on Team SmackDown. During the match, coincidentally enough, we did forget, or at least I forgot, that Dolph Ziggler is paired up with Robbie. Rob, no, Robert Rude. Robert, now. This guy changed his name like five times, hell, man. man. Bobby Rude or Robert Rude. Okay, so. Robert Roode is a tag team partner. Rick Roode look like. Yeah, basically. He basically looking like Rick Roode. With the 80s porn star mustache. <laughs> yeah. But, man, he attacks Owens during the match. Referee turns around, sends him backstage. We kind of knew Kevin Owens was going to win this match. You can't have Star Wars series without Kevin Owens.
0: Can I just point out the fact, why the hell was Kevin Owens wearing jeans for the second week in a row during his maybe match? He changed, maybe he changed up his persona. And you find that weird? Is okay, I understand I understood why he wore jeans last week because he got interrupted during the KO show. But, like, what the hell? And he
1: forgot his gear. And he was getting flied in. <laughs>
0: that happens with some wrestlers man they got these other people's yeah but with, with, yeah but with covid era you're not really allowed to leave That's that true. often so maybe like, maybe he
1: tore his pants and he couldn't get them sewed up back into i don't know
2: <laughs> some logistic those. right don't or, or maybe because last week he did the same thing in jeans maybe he's like all right i fuck with wearing jeans in wrestling i'm gonna be dean ambrose
1: he's, he's gonna be ref farf no. You know, the Wrangler jeans. Oh, you guys no. Sponsor, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> That'd be lit. It's a different match. So, we move on to the backstage segment with Natalia, Bianca Belair, and Billy Kay. They all want to be the leader of Team SmackDown. And there was a corporate member. I forgot the guy's name. I can't think of it. He's the newer guy.
0: Yeah, whatever. He, he's the,
1: basically, he's the bald guy that always wears the, the Charlie's Cure foundation patch. Yeah. And he, he's a higher up. He's almost like a manager of SmackDown, I would have to say. You mean Connor's Cure, not Charlie's Cure? Yes. Connor's is thank you for correcting me on that. And he basically gives him a triple threat match to determine that.
0: Uh, there's another promo
1: right after that though, back to back, we have three promos in a row. How many times do <laughs> you see that, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, you should have put another match in between, but there's another promo backstage, Lars Sullivan <laughs> telling Corey Gray, he's like, I've been bullied at a young age. I will hurt anyone that is in my path, honestly. I think it's a lie. Or even if was the truth, I don't feel bad because of the other stuff he's done outside of the ring, my guy. No, yeah, he's. Uh, he's. You deserve a- to get <laughs> bullied. <boys. laughs> he's like uh, he, he's been asking for a lot of nudes, okay? So. It's <laughs> not, it's not, yeah, uh, yeah, that's what he's been out TV, My
0: guy, so I
1: don't know if I feel bad. It's, like, like <laughs> we're,
0: we're not a full PG show, but we like to keep things yeah, strictly yeah. Uh, safe.
1: Nah, man, but like that guy's not safe. That's what I'm saying. He, like, yeah. if he's getting bullied or he's lying about it. I'm, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not really saying right. you don't deserve it. Bro. Okay. Then we got the third promo, back to back to back. Dave,
0: this is my favorite. This, is, this, this <sighs> whole segment You, you, you want to talk about thing. messed up
1: stuff. I'll give you the ages right now, okay? <laughs> promo backstage. I'm Elite dead. Mysterio, 19 years old. I am dead. 19 years old. Tells Murphy, who is 32, <laughs> that the Mysterio family does not approve their relationship. Murphy says... He will publicly apologize later that night. Come on. 19. Hey. Yeah. Age, age don't matter. Love is love. Well, imagine being a 3 year old making out the baby out of the womb. That's what that is. <laughs> imagine being.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Imagine being Rey Mysterio being like, why the fuck are you doing this to my daughter? To, like, uh, Vince. I can imagine the conversations dude, him and I, Vince are having. What are the writers thinking? Who's who, who writing this dude? Come on. Hey I mean I mean the more
2: the more they're out there, the more money the Mysterio family gets. I
0: like I wonder <laughs> I am like, really curious how much talking into they had to talk Ray into doing Odyssey, this. Yeah. Because like As a father. Yes, and, <laughs> and, and man, Ray 19-year-old. like I've watched a lot of documentaries with Ray and like his personal life and he's like a very great father and like Dominic has said in interviews how Ray trained him to become a wrestler. He's one of those, like, good protective fathers. I'm like, what the hell? They must have either paid him a lot of money or something. But besides yeah. the point, Spencer, keep so going after on.
1: Back-to-back-to-back promos. We
0: finally get that triple-threat match we were waiting for. Oh, kill me now. I mean,
1: obviously, we knew Billy Kay wouldn't be a factor in this. We just knew that. Like, it wasn't going to happen. So, Billy Kay, Natalia, and Bianca Belair qualifying match for a spot on Team SmackDown.
0: Oh, it's the (laughs) EST of WWE. I'm not happy
1: about it. But Bianca Belair is on
0: Team SmackDown. I hate her. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, you couldn't think enough. Oh, Whipty Doo, you're married to Montez Ford. You want a cookie. Wait, she's
2: married to Montez Ford?
0: Yeah, Yeah. you guys didn't know that? You didn't watch the whole... Uh, Angel Garza and Andrade. Uh, well, no, no, that Andrade was, that was a months ago. Was yeah, but like, he still on had on SmackDown that
2: like
1: African... months ago. No, no on it Raw. It was when um, uh, suppose, suppose they were on Raw.
0: It supposedly is the uh, thing like okay. Poison Montez Ford. And yeah, I think that it was shit. Yeah, they were started. fighting
1: each other, and then Montez Ford and Angela Dawkins were in her corner. They were like on outside. Yeah, whatever the hell I mean, happened. Yeah. But we just when yeah. really he thought we couldn't get enough promos, we could get another promo backstage. They're obsessed with this man. But. From backstage, that Carmella's and Stavu will be back. Excuse me, will be back next week. I'm all for it. I don't know about you guys. What What are your thoughts on that? Carmella coming back? I I don't know. As long as it's not with James Ellsworth, I'm all for it. Uh, right? God. That guy was a laughing star. Geez, was... why was he even wrestling? No. Did, wait, did did anyone
0: did anyone like talking about James Ellsworth? It just reminds me of like mm-hmm. when it was Surviv- Raw versus SmackDown, and Christian and freaking James Ellsworth comes out with uh. Team SmackDown, and Chris Jericho was like, what the hell is
1: that? Yeah, yeah, I remember watching (laughs) And then, like, oh, my... I just remember laughing
0: my ass off. But besides... But this is
1: one of the bigger parts of SmackDown. We we allude to, we were talking about, you know, the 19-year-old and the 32-year-old making out. So Murphy and Aaliyah come out, and Murphy says, I want to publicly apologize to the Sarah family, so please come out and apologize. Instead, Seth Rollins comes out. And basically... He says, you know what, listen, the Mysterios are not going to forgive you, but I will. Come back. Join my, my Catholic cult. Come join me. Let's be the Friday Night Messiah, I guess. And Dominic does come out afterwards. He starts attacking Seth Rollins back and forth. Murphy pushes Dominic out of the way. He starts trying to beat up Rollins. Then all of a sudden, Rollins slides away. Murphy's getting beat up. They have him held, ready for the 6-1-9. Dominic's holding him right by the ropes. Ray starts running. He's going. Aaliyah steps in, and she stops him. She goes, "No, wait, wait!" Like he's like, "No, please, please, don't do anything. It's my boyfriend." <laughs> and then the mysterious leave the ring. They're like, "Come on, Aaliyah." She's like, "No, I'm good." And she starts like macking him. I was like, "What?" They start macking, and then you see
2: Ron's laughing on the ramp. Dude, that was hilarious. Really? Seeing Seth Rollins oh, just crack God. it up <laughs> as Rey Mysterio was trying to be like, come on! And she's just making out with Murphy, bro. <laughs> it, it was a shit show. <laughs> like, I, who wouldn't be laughing at that, honestly? Exactly.
1: Come on. And then we had the next, second to last match of the night Street Profits versus Cesaro Nakamura. Nothing much to say about the match. We just knew Street Profits were going to take the dub. You're, you're the oh, yeah. champions. You're not losing to Cesaro, he's just not developed. But then we had Sasha Banks come out, and we, we kind of have that traditional thing that I said I wasn't a fan of, coming out and saying, oh, look, I won the title, whoop-dee-doo, like, I'm amazing. Then 10 seconds later, Bayley comes out, challenges her for the title next week. She's like, all right, bet, let's do it.
2: I, See, I like that, man, because, you know I like how they're setting up a title match just for SmackDown. Like, very rarely would you have a superstar retaining or just getting the championship, and then the, like now the following week she's going to retain it against Ben, oh, which I think is going to be a good match I like that, I just don't like the way they did it I
0: wouldn't be yeah. surprised if WWE pulled another fuck thing and make her lose the title I wouldn't be surprised No, if that. I wanna
2: know why Because I think Sasha's going to have this title for a long time Because you, uh, two days ago Friday, Bailey was like And you've never been one to be able to hold on to a championship for long And you can't do it without me So yeah, she's going to be like, she's be like fuck you Yes, I can do it without you She's going to go on a long reign, I think
0: well, like yeah. I said, wouldn't
2: be surprising? she be
1: like, what's up? And then, boom, <laughs> holds it for like three years. I don't know. <laughs> but it's the last match of the night, guys, Jey Uso versus Daniel Bryan, a qualifying match for a spot on Team SmackDown. I don't Poor you Daniel back, Bryan.
2: I, yeah.
0: I'm not going to lie. I thought that was a
1: pretty good match. I thought it was a good match, but I felt like I knew Uso was going to make it because it's the push he's been getting against Roman. Well, now we're going to see with Roman, right? So Roman came out in the middle of the match to watch and Daisy disrupts it. But after the match is over, Jey Uso wins. Roman comes to the ring, and Jey publicly says, all right, you're the head of the table, man. You're you're the the big man. You're the Samoan. I'm basically your bitch. (laughs) And as soon as he does that, Roman looks at Dan O'Brien, and they have the same exact thought. Jey Uso jumps off the ropes right onto Brian on the table, and the table breaks and collapses. He picks him up, throws him back into the turnbuckle, the steps, and he just basically, he's beating him up. And then that's how we ended with SmackDown. Samoan Shield is form Yeah. Is well, yep. Honestly though, I kinda panicking hope panicking. Jimmy doesn't automatically jump on the train. I hope he's like the last yeah. Samoan to be like, Oh yeah. no, we shouldn't be doing this and like drag it on a little bit longer. Let's not rush it.
0: Well, I don't know if you guys are have been on YouTube lately, but they had a. it was after the light after the show went off, Jay Uso attacked him again. Dan O'Brien was on the stretcher, Jay came back out, pulled him off the stretcher and just attacked him.
2: Poor Daniel Bryan, man, he got his ass fucking kicked.
0: Now, now that we're done with SmackDown, now entering the room, El Toro Azul. Azul.
2: Welcome back, El Toro Azul. Hello, okay, K. What's popping?
1: <laughs> I have the top five facts for wrestling of this week. Number one, <clears throat> Matt Riddle's name is changed to Riddle. Oh God, what's up with that? Like, come
0: on, no way. I saw I saw this and I was like what the fuck are they doing Mm -hmm. and someone said in a comment on Instagram I'm like yo, he better not say riddle me this bro because if he does I'm going to shoot (laughs) myself Because last time I checked WWE is not DC like what the hell and Matt Riddle even tweeted and said oh, it's all right bros I've been called riddle my whole life. Oh god, here we go. Terrible. I do don't like
2: know? this change.
0: WWE I don't know what's with them, but they love changing <clears throat> they just love they love taking first names away from someone. to San Almas,
1: um, Mustafa Ali. Who else? I'm no, it's to- it's now it's, no, it's Mustafa Ali again now. Oh I'm they me. changed
0: it back. Yeah. Huh. they're inconsistent. They're no, on the I don't know. There's probably definitely other ones.
1: But it's fact number else. two. The street prophets said in an interview in a couple of days, oh, a couple of days ago, that their future might end up like Big E and New Day. They're preparing for the fact that it might have to split up in the near future. I would honestly hate that.
0: They they need they can't split them up now. They, they need can't. they they've been a tag team for I'll give it three years now, four because I know they've been a tag team for a few years and NXT. I think it's been eight years for what New Day around that age. Yeah, around but like years? you need like. Okay, eight years—that's been more than enough time. But you need a longer time, which was true. But I mean,
1: they said they will support each other no matter what happens. But honestly, Shoe Profits and New Day are my favorite tag teams right now. Like, I would hate to see both of them being broken up. Well, but what does Vince care?
0: As of right now, as of right now, they're (laughs) facing a Survivor Series, so you're gonna be torn
1: apart. We'll see. what... I'll be the last match. I I would love to watch that match.
0: Unless, unless, like, if Rocks!
1: unless, um, I'll bring my trombone.
0: I got it. Unless if (laughs) Cedric. Be the New Day for the Raw titles on Raw, actually,
1: unless... I'm torn, because you know I love her business, too, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway, fact number three. Four rumored stars to face Roman after Survivor Series. Can you guys guess them?
0: Big E... Okay,
1: that's one of them. Three others. Rumored stars to face Roman after Survivor Series. They're all on SmackDown, by the way. So you don't Yeah, have- I'm, 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 I'm thinking
2: on. about who's on SmackDown.
1: Lars Sullivan? No, that's a good guess though. I, I would have guessed that. I'm not going to lie. I would have guessed that. I'll give you a hint. One of them is small. One of them is a little Ray bigger Mysterio. than the okay, – There you go. One of them is bigger than the small guy. And then one and of them – That's that's another one. you got one more. He just recently got back to SmackDown. Dan O'Brien? There you go. So Big E, Dan O'Brien, Raymond Big- Stereo, and Kevin Owens are all in the mix. to <laughs> face Roman Reigns for his title. Uh, how do you guys feel about that? Do you like that list? I
2: like
0: my two favorites
2: – I like the kevin owens daniel bryan i like the big e ray mysterio
0: i actually like this list. i I need to i think it's pretty nice i need it's not that i want i need to see daniel bryan win one more main title before he retires because he literally recently said in a report that this is his last run with the company as a main guy he may he said he may come back for like like return matches and stuff, as if you guys can't see, Trevor's doing the yes chant right yes, now. Yes! Yes! But yes! But I yes. love yes. him, Brian. He'll always be one of my favorite wrestlers. Not just that, because he just was one of like the best, when he wrestled in the Indies, one of the best Indie wrestlers. Besides that, I need to see him win one more go-ahead title with a big title. Oh, he was a
2: great wrestler in the Indies.
0: Great. Yeah, you don't even know who he faced, so shut up. Oh. <laughs>
1: Okay. Well, fact number four. We knew a little bit about this, but now it's being put more... The train's rolling. It's getting more and more official the more days we have wrestling. The Rock will face Roman at WrestleMania 37.
2: No fucking way.
1: So it's not 100% confirmed. I got like 85% confirmed from sources that I found. Trevor. But it's better than the 50% it was a month ago. Trevor,
0: Trevor, Trevor. Are you stupid? How did you not figure this out? The Rock has said multiple times... in Oh, he wants words. to face Roman, right? He wants to well, face yeah, yeah. Roman. it's on, no, no
1: on Trevor, because listen. The Rock's been saying that shit for the past three years. So let, let's, let's slow our roll. Hold up.
0: Yeah, but the reason why they didn't have him facing <clears throat> him then well, I know, is I know. because they weren't certain about him with his whole leukemia and all that stuff. But now That's that true. he's in remission and everything, we know what's going on with <laughs> him. He's healthy. He's a healthy person now. But now they could make it happen.
1: My big question goes: If they make the Samoan Shield, does it break up when this happens? Does it break up before the match? Does it break up started, after the match? Started, so what, what do we do?
0: Start it soon and then then because that right before or after after Mania or or be like you. There's so many different options you could do you that. Know what?
1: What if? Are there any wrestlers? Because like, I know Umaga passed away, um, but are there any wrestlers like? that are kind of older, that are still Samoan, that would be behind The Rock. Rikishi. Samoan versus old Samoan kind of thing. Where maybe they're not literally wrestling, but they're for that wrestler.
2: Is Rikishi yeah. dead? No,
1: but you
2: can- Ah, oh, be- you could bring him
1: back. That would be awesome. Like, he's dancing with the big fat ass. Or, um, oh, dude. <laughs> I can't think of anyone uh, else. That's the
0: problem. Uh, he's not old,
1: but I don't know. If he's
0: not really old, but he's young. He wrestles in Japan. Tonga Loa. He's cousins or something with the family. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, Bring in would- But he's in Japan. He's part of the Bullet Club.
1: So I mean, oh, I would yeah. just say Nia Jax at that point. Cause like, if you have no one else Trevor, to relate to, Trevor, you can't do it that right way well. anymore.
0: You're not allowed to. <laughs> you're doing it the wrong way. I just don't know. He's
1: doing the Bullet Club.
0: Yeah, you're doing it the wrong way. But you know, <laughs> Trevor, really you can get fined for doing it that. Cause for the if you have um. So I just want to say this one real quick thing. They kept doing this for so long, the normal too sweet in the Bullet Club. And then WWE got so pissed off, they were like, you know what? We're going to do a cease and assist order. Be like, you can't do it, but they do it a different way. But Trevor, it's you
2: can't do it. too sweet, it bro. <laughs> beat up our
1: butts. But anyway, last fact. I don't know, Nick was asking me about this, so I did some research to find out what was wrong. At least this past year in 2019, Survivor Series, NXT was the third brand against Raw and SmackDown. They ultimately beat up on Raw and SmackDown. Now, Nick was like, hey, man, why NXT non Survivor Series? Well, the official statement is that apparently they're afraid of spreading COVID.
0: I literally saw this maybe a half hour, an hour before we started recording the podcast. The I think
1: it's up. a false statement. I think they're just saying that just so <laughs> they don't have a reason to put them in.
0: I, I, but I can, truthfully, I can believe it, though, is because the, where, NXT NXT's held and where. WWE's held, like we said, Florida is a very big state, Uh and I think the the average ride from where they are to them is like an hour ride. I don't. So yeah, I'm not saying you can contract coronavirus in that time, but it's all like we're 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 in the COVID era. No, listen, on
1: SmackDown are wrestling at Amway Center, the home of Atlanta Magic. The Thunderdome! Exactly, and the Performance Center is in Orlando as well. Oh, it is. Yeah. No, it's yeah. No, They're not.
0: No, they're not at the Performance Center anymore. Or where they... It's something else because I they were using the Performance Center, but literally there were so I think I of what I I don't know I heard so many different rumors. I mean,
2: regardless, not where they had folder. so many
0: COVID cases, they basically shut it down and they found another place. I don't know what the hell. Oh, but, yeah, now. but I'm saying regardless. Of-
2: NXT has been taping the shows at Full Sail University.
1: That's North Florida. I think that's Dayton yes. or Tampa, which is only an hour drive. They're not that, but bad.
0: still, I but I could still believe that the reason why they're not doing it is because of COVID. I I that's a complete. You may say it's not true, but I could also believe it though.
1: I feel like they just couldn't find a spot for them in the, in the actual <laughs> cards. Well, we'll see. But they what didn't want now. to find a spot.
0: Hell, I would love to see. Uh, Balor versus uh, no, that's all right. I want that. I want that, yeah. I want that, but. Gargano versus oh, Gargano versus yeah. um, Sami Zayn and uh, Bobby Lashley.
2: That's a yeah. Good match, yeah. yeah, Bobby Lashley's U.S. Champion.
1: Uh, but that's all I got for the five facts of the week, man. That's that's the news. Thank now. you, Altoro Azul.
2: Thank you. Okay. all right, guys. Any final thoughts before we conclude this episode?
1: No, I just want to say uh, El Toro Azul, my friend, man. He did a good job, I got to say.
2: yeah,
1: Great job. job covering it,
2: man.
0: Don't He's worry, next, next, week you will, next week you will see live what he looks oh, like. Oh, yeah,
2: dude. Yes, guys, next oh, week, do. for everyone listening. We were supposed to do it last YouTube. week, but we had some
0: t- uh, technical difficulties.
2: Next week, we'll, we'll be uh, dropping our podcast uh, on YouTube for the first time. So next week, you here, check that. that out. We're very excited to announce that. All right guys, this wraps up episode five of the Rock and Wrestling Podcast. Remember, guys, everyone listening, we have a Twitter and an Instagram both at Rock and Wrestling. Again, at Rock and Wrestling. Go ahead, give us a follow. Make sure you listen to this episode. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.